101.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio, hanging out with Brian Dacus. We talked a lot of Tiger basketball earlier in the show. Talked with Terry Davis. Uh, Tiger basketball is looking good. They're back in the top 25, 23rd currently, and they have a game tomorrow night at the house. They're playing Virginia, who's currently 22nd in the country in the polls. Big game. Can they speed up Virginia, who likes to play at a, a very snail pace? I hope so. I sure hope so. Uh, before I jump back into the NFL, though, I did want to ask you something, Mr. Dacus. Okay. You cover the Tigers. You are all up in the Tigers business. Did you – how do you feel about – like where – emotion out of it. Is this by far the best pen, ten, team Penny's had? Yes. Easily, yes. Not even close, is it? Mm-mm. Has Has Penny ever had anybody like a David Jones? I can't think of anybody who has been this. I mean, listen, we saw Dre was at the uh, at the house on Saturday. Sure was. He it was awesome to see Dre. It was. He is a guy who fought tooth and nail, did everything that's right. But David Jones, his game is he is he grabs rebounds, he plays defense, he drives to the lane, he shoots the three. He's not afraid to muscle up with anybody else. I mean, he does so many things well on the basketball court. It just don't even make sense. Yeah, I probably agree with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, just like you said, I mean, every aspect of his game, I think, um, is, is really impressive. And, you know, obviously coming from the Big East, you knew he would uh, have some toughness to him, and he's shown that. Not that um, DeAndre wasn't tough. DeAndre was uh, was very, very tough. But, um, no, I think I think David Jones is, is certainly up there. I, I think you could definitely make a case he's number one. He's just a more polished scorer. I think so, yeah. You know, that, certainly. And, and he's, just, he's just awesome. Uh, I love it. But I'm kind of curious – do you think, though, who is the most important person on the court, though, Javon Quinterly? Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I mean, because you got to have that that leader at the point guard position, and uh, you know, I think it took him a couple games to to get comfortable, but it looks like he's uh, he's kind of finding his way with these guys. And obviously, when you put that many guys together, it's going to take some time to mesh. And so the way the fact that the Tigers have played this well. Pretty much all season long, um, with this many new faces, is is probably the most impressive part of of everything. I mean, it is, and and the, and the thing is, is, this team has come to play every single game except yeah. for Villanova. Yeah, and, that and they was fought day back in the second. A, yeah, that was the third game a, in a row yeah. down in the Bahamas. Um, but I mean that that Ole Miss game. Who Ole Miss, by the way, top twenty five. Chris Beard's got his team playing really well. Yeah. That was at their house. They lost by three, and it was just a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. So far, I mean, this team is. They're, out, they're they're doing everything. Uh, the one thing is though, the recent lid on the rim from downtown is the only thing that's given me a little pause. Sure. Like I mean, they won the game. They shot fifteen percent. They missed twenty two threes and still won that game. Well, I think that's what you know. Even though I think you know, fair to have some some pause. I think that's what should give you. Um, some you know excitement about this team is that they don't have to rely on the three balls. They can they can beat a top twenty five team, a really good Clemson team, um, and shoot so poorly. If they can beat this Virginia team tomorrow night, 
That'd be huge. I mean, that'd be massive. It would be so big because do you have you looked at their schedule after Virginia? Yeah, it's not very. It good. is weak. Yeah, you got Vanderbilt, Austin P. Then you start conference play. You got Tulsa, SMU, UTSA, Wichita State, South Florida. Like, damn man, like it's like this team could go on a hell of a run. They could. They could. Shoot, I think they are. I think they will. I think they're going to do it. I'd love to see it. I would too. Now, um, David Jones, do you think he's? Um, is there anybody right now playing better than him in the country? I mean, Zach Heaty looks pretty damn good over yeah, Purdue. Zach there's some do- there's some dogs, but what he's brought to this Tiger team with all the new faces and all the transfers, I mean, he's put this team on his back in certain spots, especially the first half last week. Well, I saw, and I don't know if I can find it, um, I saw that this was last week, so I was hoping I could get like an updated um, list for you, and I'm going to try my best, but I saw that you know Kim Palm, which is very analytically driven, that sort of thing, yada, 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 does like a top 10 um, players or top 15 players in the country in terms of like MVP of the season, and last week David Jones was in that list. She wasn't he the National Player of the Week last week? Uh, he might have yeah, been, cause I don't the, remember. Mm-hmm, yeah, he was. Well, that's great. I, I, I was curious. His if I could performance find... against Texas A and M and VCU, those yeah. two games. Yeah, I was trying to see if I could. Find... I can't find it fast enough. But he's he's up there, and which is, I mean, when you're top ten on Kim Palm, and that's advanced stats. Um, I mean, that's unbelievable to be a uh, you know to be somebody at at Memphis and and kind of in that group of guys. Because I mean, even even Kendrick Davis, Kendrick Davis was unbelievable last year. He wasn't ever in the top ten for this list. Man, if the Tigers get the win tomorrow night, by the way, just just if you're counting, that'd be three top 25 teams in a row. That's right. They went down to Aggieland, beat up on A&M, took care of business at Clemson. Tomorrow night, I love it. I think Tony Bennett's team is going to be in a little bit of trouble. I think, I think so. this is the real deal Holyfield. Now, I think so. I got to say, we're going to switch gears and talk a little bit of NFL now, but I did want to remind you, it's the holiday season. You're going to see your friends, your families, and all your loved ones. Make sure you celebrate, and celebrate with the best spirit around. Tito's Handmade Vodka. It's good old USA vodka. It's crafted and distilled in Austin, Texas. That's right, right here in the United States, down in Austin, man. And it's six times distilled, then stilled in classic copper pots. Gives it a very unique flavor, slightly sweet with a black pepper note. It balances everything out. Doesn't matter if you're crafting a cocktail or you're drinking it neat. Get your Tito's on today. NFL football from yesterday. It was it was a wild day in football. Like it, it really was. Like the fact that the the Bears and the Browns game was so good that the Browns came back and stole that one from the Bears. And the Bears still, I thought, were gonna win the game because that Hail Mary landed, oh, man. hit David Montgomery oh, right in the chest. That was crazy. And let me tell you something. For a moment, I cried. Really? Just for a moment. My largest play. I've had was on the Browns, and I got so lucky what to was win that it? game. I had the Browns um, in, a, in a money line. Oh, I see. And wow. it was ridiculous. Wow. I didn't think I had a chance, man. It was 17-7. Browns were looking terrible offensively. And then all of a sudden, Joe Flacco, Joe freaking Flacco. Do you know how good Joe Flacco's been since he's taken over? John, he's a top 10 quarterback right now. Um, yes, you heard, by the way, yes, you heard Dacus correct. Joe Mother Bleepin' Flacco. This dude, three starts with Cleveland, averaging 310 yards per game, seven touchdown passes. I mean, that last drive was unbelievable. That was. It was, it was, 
It was a Joe Flacco special. Sure was. But think about it. He's got seven touchdown passes in three games. Do you know how many Desmond Ritter has on the season? Uh, I don't know. How many? Ten in 13 games. Yikes. Yikes. Ten in 13 games. My man Joe Flacco, who's old as dirt, can't move back there. By the way, if you put pressure on Joe Flacco, he can't move. He gets very happy feet. Mm -hmm. Overthrows balls. Looked terrible. The Bears were all getting up in his business. And then all of a sudden, that offensive line started to protect a little bit. They are on their third left tackle, by the way, the Browns are. That defensive front is nasty. That defense is good. But, man, that offensive line needs some work. But Joe Flacco... Still taking. I I just, I still can't even believe it. But speaking of the same game, Justin Fields, is he showing you enough to where you don't want to move on? I mean, do you really want to move on and bring in a Caleb Williams? Good question. I mean, hey, Justin Fields, I thought he played good yesterday. He made some plays that I can tell you right now, Caleb Williams couldn't. Remember, we was running to the right and then running back to the left and. I don't know. It, it, it's just – I just feel like Justin Fields, the poor guy. I mean, his number one wide receiver is DJ Moore. That's right. Cole Komet is tight end. is probably his second best weapon on the team. Get him some weapons. Get him Marvin Harrison Jr. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm moving off of Justin yet. I really don't. And I just don't – I mean, I think actually it would probably be better for Justin's career if he was – If, if, if they moved Like off if of they him. moved off yeah. of him. Because I don't feel like they're doing him any favors. How about we get a real coach in there? You not an Eberflus guy? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, Absolutely I am not, not either. I am not either. Uh, by the way, though, if you're going to talk about coaches that you're really not down with, are you down with Arthur Smith and the Falcons? <laughs> Again, I, I I know Richard Smith. I know Arthur. I know Fred. I know the. I, I don't want to talk bad about somebody who's my friend. But damn, Arthur. John, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Quit uh, looking in the playbook the whole time and do me a favor and actually like try to coach your team up on the sideline. He is. Every time they, they show over, every he's, time looking he's just down looking at Dude, if you want to be an offensive coordinator, be an offensive coordinator. John, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt uh, this game because it's pouring down rain. I mean, nobody wants to play in that type of weather. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. With a better run team. <laughs> With Bijan Robinson, with the weapons yeah. you have, you score seven points on the Panthers. I don't care if it's raining. I don't care if it's a blizzard. You cannot, man. Um, John, uh, I, I hate to go back to uh, Joe Flacco. I'll go right ahead. Right now, you can get Joe Flacco, comeback player of the year, for plus 1,500. I mean, string a couple more games together, he could be right there in the mix. Damn, man. If he but, if, if he went, yeah, if he won. The next two games, but Demar Hamlin's still minus seven hundred. Is it? I, I don't. Uh, I don't want to say what I want to say. I mean, he hasn't been necessarily the comeback player on the field, but he is has, alive. I mean, has he been on the field? Um, like a couple times. Like and a couple like, times. There was a couple. There, like I remember a couple weeks ago when he was the thirteenth player on the field that lost yeah, the game for them. I mean, I'm just saying. Look, I don't want to say it because you're right, John. Like, that was a scary moment a year ago, and he's live. God is good, but, I mean. But Joe Flacco's playing better. <laughs> but if you see what Joe Flacco's done, I mean. Dude, that's a great question. I like that one. I really do. I like it. I like it a lot. Now, the other thing I wanted to say, though, since we're talking quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers. 
Is he going to be? Is he really getting credit? Plus twenty five hundred for comeback player of the year. No, he's not. That, no, 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 no. <laughs> but I'm just saying, he it was on pace. They said that like this is now the rumor that's come out. They said that he will. He's medically cleared to play next week. Okay. Okay. But he, but he's not going to play because they've now been eliminated from the playoffs. Mm, period. End of discussion. So it's kind of like man. I don't even know how to feel about this. Like Aaron Rodgers is a different dude. Does he really heal heal that much faster than everybody else in the world? I really want to know more about this Achilles. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just such a weird. The whole thing is just weird. The whole damn thing is weird. And the other thing that's weird is if you remember how bad was I killing Josh Allen this year? Uh, you're killing him, John. Yes, he was a turnover machine, was he, he not? He he was. He was a bleeping turnover freaking machine. But damn it, Josh Allen. Let me tell you something. He's so big, so strong. Got a bazooka. He does. He 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 means so much to that damn Bills offense. And the Bills are now peaking at the right time. The Bills beat the absolute tar out of the Cowboys yesterday, thirty-one to ten. And it was not because of Josh Allen's arm. That's right. They just lined up and said, stop James Cook, yeah. and the Cowboys could not do it. We're going to run down your throat. And they ran right down their throat. And everybody's saying this is one of the best defenses historically. They're great against the pass. They're great when they have a lead because they got a bunch of dudes who can rush the quarterback. You also got guys on the back end who like to do – who intercept the hell out of the ball. But your linebackers are so light – Mm-hmm. 205 and 210, your two starting linebackers. Man, that is that is a fast linebacking core. But when people are going downhill on you and you can't stop them, and every single time they run the football, they're picking up four or five yards. Yep. I don't know, man. And the weird thing about it is, is how is it that Dak Prescott is so good when they're playing in Texas? And huh. then... He is so pedestrian when they leave. He's thinking too much about his uh, his kid. Mm, I, Not I, close enough. I don't know, man. It's just, to me, it, it's amazing. I mean, this is a team that went out. To, remember, they went out to uh, Arizona and lost to the Cardinals. They went to San Francisco and didn't get beat. Got murdered. They got embarrassed. 42-10. to 10. It was a whipping of all time. Then they went to Philadelphia very good game. They yep. kept that one tight, but still ended up losing. Mm-hmm. And then we saw what happened yesterday. We saw what happened yesterday. They went to Buffalo and got destroyed. Their only wins on the road are against the Panthers and the Chargers. That's it. And those are two pitiful teams. The Cowboys, listen, uh, have you been paying attention to the standings? I have. Can the Cowboys go on the road and win? No, they have to win home field advantage. And if Philadelphia wins tonight and moves to 11-3, and you look at the remaining schedule for the Eagles. I'm just saying, man, you got the you got Seattle tonight, then they finish with the Giants, the Cardinals, and then again the Giants. They win tonight. They should win their final three games. Yeah, but you, nobody walks into Seattle and just, just walks out no, with a win. No, it's a tough place. It is a tough place. It is a definite, definite it's a juggernaut. But look at the Cowboys. They got to go to Miami next week. Yes, they do. Then they have they come home and they play a Lions team who looked damn good yesterday. That's right. 
Saturday. And then, and then, of course, they finished the game, the season at FedEx Field playing the Commanders. Dub. And you would say a dub, but hey, dub. If, you, if you're going to let it all hang out, might as well let it all hang out in the last game of the year. That's just kind of a sneaky one. I'm just saying, I feel like the Eagles are going to get this. Like, they're going to win the NFC East. And when they do, that means Dallas will have to go on the road for all their playoff games. And what did we talk about? This team can't win. Can't win on the road, John. They cannot win on the road. So, yeah, uh, Cowboy fans, I guess you're rooting hardcore for Seattle tonight because if you go on the road, you ain't winning jack. I've never been a bigger Seattle – well, I'm a Kraken fan. I've never been a bigger Seattle Seahawks fan than I am tonight. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're a big Cowboy guy. I am. Man, what did you think about that – pitiful performance yesterday. You know, I like what Jake Crane said um, about an hour ago. Uh, it looked like one team that's playing for their lives and another team that had just clinched a, a playoff berth 10 minutes before the game started. Yeah. Also, shout out to Bo Marchant, who we'll talk to tomorrow afternoon. We talk to him every Tuesday at 5 o'clock. Talks to NFL with me and Brett. Bo tears it up. Um, he has been saying, he every week when he comes on, he either quote tweets or replies to our tweets with who he thinks will be the Super Bowl matchup. And for at least the last three weeks, maybe longer than that, he has had the Bills out of the AFC. So he is – Bo's been on it. Man, out, Bo. who was it? Was it – I was listening to somebody on your uh, on you and Brett's show last week, and they went out there and put a big bet on um, Buffalo to win the damn AFC East. Uh, might have been Bo. Um, it could have been um, either Allen or Bruce on Friday. I will tell I you though, whoever one. did it is a, looking like a genius. Right yeah, now. I know. I know Bo's really big on on Buffalo. We talk about it every week with him. We're like, why do you still have Buffalo so high? He's like, I'm telling you, like they're 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 a good team. They're gonna they're gonna put it together. I'm telling you right now, eight and six. They're two games behind the Dolphins, but the Bills' remaining schedule to me is setting up perfect for them. They get the Chargers, the Patriots, and then the last game of the year, they go to Miami, and that could be for the AFC East. Because this Dolphins team, I still, I mean, we talk about Dallas Cowboys being bad in certain spots. The Dolphins are terrible when they just play teams that have a winning record. They got smoked by the Bills. They got smoked by the Eagles. They got smoked by the Chiefs. They got smoked by the Titans somehow, and they're not even good. I mean, they didn't get smoked, but damn it, when you lose to the Titans... That's pathetic. It's terrible. And what do the Dolphins have next week? Well, they have a Cowboys team that's probably going to be pretty angry. The good thing for the Dolphins is the Cowboys have to go to Miami. And we know the Cowboys are not that good on the road. But the Dolphins don't beat teams with winning records. What's going to give? The Dolphins beat a good team with a winning record? Or the Cowboys can win on the road against somebody not the Chargers or the Carolina Panthers? I don't know. And if you paid any attention to last night's game, Lamar Jackson, I know Brock Purdy is the favorite, but I feel like him and Christian McCaffrey are going to steal a little bit of uh, love from each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Lamar Jackson, while his numbers don't look like Brock Purdy's, well, Brock Purdy don't have the right. I mean, 12 carries, 97 yards yesterday for Lamar Jackson. Made some miracle plays. He made the Jags defense look stupid and silly. Lamar Jackson, man, I kind of like him at plus money, possibly for an MVP. All he has to do is stay healthy. They're right now looking for home field playoff throughout the playoffs. And their remaining schedule 
is brutal, though. They got to go to San Francisco. That's uh, Christmas Day, by the way. Merry Christmas. Have fun playing San Francisco right now. That's where they go. I can't wait to see that game on Christmas. Baltimore in the 49ers. The best from the AFC and the best from the NFC. It's going to be filthy. But after they play the 49ers, then they got to play the Dolphins. But they do get to close thing out with the Steelers. And the Steelers are just terrible football. Just a terrible football team. Terrible. Offensively inept. Never get it done. Um, but man, uh, the one person who is getting it done, how much money is Jake Browning making himself? A good amount. I mean, damn, dude. All he does is win. They came back and won that bad boy in overtime. Did you know the Bengals scored 21 points in the fourth quarter? They had three points through the first three quarters of the game. They were awful. And then all of a sudden, Jake Browning got hot. And, man, when he got hot, he got hot. Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. T. Higgins had two damn touchdowns. Just throw it up to T. He's coming down with it. Uh, Big, big game by Browning. Um, And I will have to say, though, Nick Mullins from Minnesota actually looked pretty good throughout the game, except for he had two terrible interceptions. Like, Mullins was was cruising. If you look at his numbers, man, he had 303 yards, 26 of 33. He had two touchdowns, but he had two terrible interceptions. And that's what opened the door for the Bengals. That's what they needed. Door open. The Bengals jump right through that bad boy. Oh, man, the NFL. He continues tonight as we got the Eagles and the Seahawks on the road. My man is a huge Hawks fan. And if you look at the playoff race, again, we got three weeks left. Ravens sitting there pretty at the top of the AFC at 11-3. and But when you get down to the wild card, dude, the AFC has four teams right now that are 8-6. and The Bengals, the Colts, the Texans, and the Buffalo Bills. All fighting. All fighting for those final two playoff spots. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be entertaining down the stretch. I can tell you that much. Now it is almost time for us to take a little bitty break because we're doing a little hardened wood on the other side because it just feels so good. But I want you to experience the taste of Italy at Little Italy's newest location in East Memphis at sixty three hundred Poplar Avenue. They have great Italian food, the best pizzas, lasagna, pasta dishes out the frame. Uh, their calzone is out of control, man. You can pick your meats and veggies. The cheeses are perfectly melted. It is delicious. Again, they're at 6300 Poplar, hidden in the back of the corner of Poplar and Massey. East Memphis, Little Italy brings Italy to you. You order 18-inch pizza, go in there, say, hey, I want that 56-cent bottle of Chianti. Yes, a full bottle of Chianti for 56 cents. You just got to tell them. If you don't want alcohol, say, I want, my, I want the free dessert. 18-inch pizza. Bing, bang, boom, you get some free stuff. Check them out. It is Little Italy East. Now, we got to take a timeout because Hardenwood's on the other side. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. Start your day with Sports 56 mornings with Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10, right here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. 4.9 meter V8, 0 to 60, and I'm about to find out. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. 
This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio, hanging out with Brian Dacus. Man, it's been a beautiful Monday. Weather is nice. And we got Monday Night Football tonight. I'm excited. We're going to give you our bets on the other side of the next break. But we got the Eagles and Seahawks currently. Philadelphia's a three and a half point favorite. Total is 45 and a half. They are in Seattle. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty damn good game because, you know, that Eagles secondary is absolutely pathetic. And I don't know if you know, man, but uh, Seahawks, they got some dudes. DK, Tyler, man, I'm telling you, I kind of like this one. Uh, I got a good feeling about this one. We'll talk about that on the other side. We got to get to a little bit of Hardenwood, but I want to remind you, have you been out to Dyer's? Not the one downtown. They have one out in Carryville, people. That's right in Carryville's historic town square. Go see my buddy Mark over there, and they have everything. They're famous burgers, their hot dogs, their chicken tender basket, their bacon cheese fries, their chili cheese fries, their homemade onion rings, their tamales, mac and cheese, grilled cheese. I'm telling you, head on over. And check out Dyer's. You will you will thank me later. Um, don't forget, though, you haven't taken your kids to see Santa next weekend. You can do it one more time. Carryville's Historic Town Square from 10 to 2 next Saturday. You go out there, get you some Dyer's, and take your kids to see Santa Claus. It'll be absolutely perfect. That's Dyer's. Go to Dyer'sCafe.com. Check out their menu. You can even place your order online. Let's go to Hardenwood. This is Access Hardenwood. Man, why do weird things always happen in Florida? Because it's Florida, John. I don't know. Something about a peninsula. Um, it's just, it, it's just, it feels like, I mean, all the crazy stories seem to come out of Florida. This one, though, really uh, caught me off. So, this gentleman who lives with his nephew, okay? Okay. They live together. They, their, their relationship's a little contentious, okay? The uncle doesn't like the nephew that much. That's too bad. But, but they have to be roommates. Well, James Leach is the uncle. He has now been arrested. Why? Because he poured eye drops on his nephew's meatball sandwich. And if you're saying to yourself, does that sound like poisoning? Well, I didn't know this, but did you know eye drops, if you put them on somebody's food, you'll just poop yourself? Gross. Yeah. Really gross. Good to know that. But also good to know, don't do this, people, because guess what? You can be, I mean, this dude is facing charges of poisoning. Wow. His nephew. It's it's insane. And he's, he's by the way, he's busted red-handed because um, he poured the eye drops. So the nephew and the uncle who live together also work together. And it's on camera where the meatball sandwiches, like they get their little food delivered. He opens up his little carton. Pours the eye drops all over the meatball sandwich and closes and walks away. Yikes. Nephew eats it. Nephew's all goes to the hospital because he's just doing some bad stuff. Found out. It was the eye drops. It was the eye drops. Did you know eye drops could do that to you? I, I had no idea, John. I just, I don't know. Man. I view eye drops differently now. Visine eye drops are great for red eye. Yeah. Like if you, if you were smoking the lettuce... And your eyes were all bloodshot, or if your eyes are just irritated, you know. Yeah, I mean, but what do they get irritated for? I mean, I've never had to use eye drops because I was just woke up one day. And I was like, yeah, man. Well, like if you're trying to put contacts in or something like that, and your eyes uh, get a little irritated, like, don't they have special 
special lube for people that wear contacts? I I don't know, John. I mean, is he just regular Visine? I have no idea. I just they gave me some eye some eye drops, and I said thank you, and I went on my way. Good. You didn't ingest them though. No, no, and I won't um, anytime soon after hearing this story. Good, good, good. Hey, uh, you know Ant Man, don't you? Yo, yeah. Have you seen himself getting himself in a little bit of a uh, hot water lately? Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's gonna be a father, John. Maybe. He may well. If it's up to him, no. If it's up to him, no. If it's up to his girlfriend, yes. So Anthony Edwards, his side chick is an IG model, Paige Jourdain. Okay. Okay. I've seen conflicting report reports. Is it his side chick or is it his girlfriend? Because I've heard some people say it's just a girl he was you know hooking up with, and I've heard some people say it was his girlfriend. Mm. Maybe. Got it. I'm, I'm just gonna say I don't think he talked to a, a girlfriend the way he did. She put it, her text me- their text messages out on uh, Front Street. She sure did. She did, and everybody's looking at him. Um, basically, it all has to do with uh, her being pregnant. And she's like, I still have an appointment on the 27th. And he's like, hell no, I can't do this. So now what? Get an abortion. And basically offers $100,000. And it just is, it's just not a good look. Right. Um, Ant-Man screaming how... You can't force a kid on me. You can't force a kid on me, dude. I don't know if you know this, but it takes two to tango. Well, then he then I didn't he say something like you can't force a kid into this world. Like like uh, then he tried to man, go like you the, can't force a kid in this world. Right? Like you, you can't ki- force a kid on me. Yeah, he was like this cold you world. Want, you don't want to force a kid into this world. And then she said something Love like, uh, and then she said something about how um, honestly I had an abortion with my son uh, about two years ago, and I've regretted every day. Right. He also came back with, you don't know what it is yet. <laughs> she was talking about the previous abortion she had, and that's why she doesn't want to have another one because she said she's regretted it ever since. But again, um, is a hundred I mean a hundred K is what he offered her to a lot of money. Yeah, but um I don't know if you know this. She has his kid. Shoot, he's Child gonna be paying support. a hell of a lot more yeah, than a hundred K. Ant Man. Ant Man. Ant Man. By the way, I hate to say this, bro. Uh, never mind. I don't think I can say that. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know what you're about to say, but maybe I was just going to say, hey, why aren't you using protection? She's mm. an IG model. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I think I, I don't think it has to be that she's an IG model. I mean, obviously, he clearly doesn't want to have kids. So why are you not using protection if you don't want to have kids? I mean, it's bad question, John. Ah, oh, great, great question. Great, 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 great question. Now, do you know? Um, did you hear about Draymond Green? Uh no, I didn't. I'm sorry. What, what was that? What did I do? Called a late foul on uh, on oh, uh, okay. Jacksonville. I saw he got the under. Draymond About Green. A minute and a half left. Just a minute. And a half. Are you good? are you close? Oh uh, yeah, we just don't need him to score eleven points. So we're feeling good, but I don't know. We're starting to play the foul game. I don't like the foul game. I hate on. when they start shooting those free throws and you got the under. Um, Draymond Green is going. It's being reported that he's going to miss at least the next nine three weeks. How about three that? weeks? That's crazy. Um, he's beginning counseling. He's been barred from the uh, hardwood since December 13th. Of course, everybody knows, um, if you haven't seen it now, he literally fired on Yusuf Nurkic. Like, straight up fired on the dude. And then, like, I think the funniest thing is him trying to, like, explain it away. Love it. I mean, dude, he's seven feet tall. You don't spin around and just throw a right haymaker by accident. And hit a dude who's seven feet tall in the face. Yeah. You know? Just 
It just doesn't happen. But, um, yeah, do you think – so here's my question. When he's done with counseling, do you expect to see a different Draymond Green? No. No, I'm, I'm kind of with you, man. Like, I mean, it's just – like he has to want to do this. If you force somebody something on somebody and they're doing it just to check the boxes to get back on the court, well then probably he's not there literally right. seeking any type of help. Right. The thing is though, it'd be so easy. All he has to do is not fire on people, not choke people, not kick people in the junk. Just keep your hands Actually, to yourself. I don't know if you know this. How about you just go and act like a normal person in society? Yeah. I mean I understand basketball is a different work environment, but still, I don't know very many work environments outside of boxing and an MMA where you're allowed to just go choke and swing on people. Wow. Not many. By the way, speaking of uh, swinging and choking on people, did you see all the studs at the UFC, uh, all the stars at the UFC fight? No, did you watch the, the UFC no, uh, I event it. No, on, I didn't. on Saturday? No, I didn't, but I did see the social media. It was, um, it was insane. Like, you had... I know Trump was there, wasn't it? Dude, because that Colby Covington guy is like a massive Trump guy. Yeah, he came out in like um, one of those red hats, Make America Great mm-hmm. Again. And he's the biggest Donald Tr- uh, Trump supporter. So, of course, Donald went there and saw him. Um, by the way, I did also see a, a snippet where somebody put it on social media when the ring girls were one of the hot ring girls was coming out. Uh-huh. Like you see Trump looking over and, and kind of giving the old elbow and was like, yeah, buddy, <laughs> you see what I'm seeing, Holmes? I thought that was awesome. But, man, they had everybody in there. Um, what's the dude? Kid Rock was there. Was he? Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Marky Theo Mark. Vaughn was like in Theo the house. Like Theo Vaughn. Dude. He's hilarious. He is funny. If you have not gone and checked out, go to the Instagram, the TikTok, whatever the hell you want, and check out some of the Theo Vaughn stuff. And he was great as a guest picker on game day. He was. He was really good. He was awesome. Like, there's nothing this dude can't do. He's, he might be one of the funniest dudes, period. But uh, Jack Black was there. Is he still famous? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, has he done anything since School of Rock? Uh, I don't know the chronological order of his movies, but I know like a lot of people my fan lo- or my age love uh, Jack Black. So mm-hmm. I don't know about like younger generation. Like I don't know if my brother really cares for Jack Black. He's what twenty, so you know I don't know if there's like an age difference there. Um, John, I have a couple stories for Ooh, you. I love it. Um, are you familiar with uh, Chance Kamashe? How do I know that name? Well, you might have seen him in the news over the weekend because he and his girlfriend were. Oh, he, I'm sorry, I should. Give uh, tell you who he is. He plays for the Sacramento Kings G League affiliate. Um, so he's a basketball player. That's maybe where you know him from. But you also might know him from yesterday. Him and his girlfriend were arrested um, for kidnapping and murdering another girl in Las Vegas. Speaking of UFC, they usually hold their fights in Las Vegas. Um, on December 7th, um, two individuals walked into the Las Vegas Metro Police Department substation to report a Marina Rogers missing. Um, Through investigations, detectives learned that Rogers was out with a friend on December 5th and had a prearranged meeting with her friend, uh, Sakari Harden, um, and that she was going to bring her boyfriend, uh, Sakari, was going to bring her boyfriend, Chance Kamashe. 
Um, since then, she was not seen. They found human remains um, in, the in the desert in uh, Henderson, Nevada, on uh, December thirteenth, I believe. Um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, Chance Kamashe. I'm guessing down in Las Vegas, maybe playing G League Ignite. Um, murdered this girl and then went back and I think played like two or three games yeah, after that did. before being arrested. Yeah, the How FBI about arrested him after a game. And so I was because John, here's the thing. You know, I could name a G League player right now, and we would be like, I don't know who that is because they're a G League basketball player, whatever. When I saw this name yesterday, when he the kid, didn't he play at Arizona? He played at Arizona. Yeah, he's like he's their former center. He he was a good player at Arizona, but also. Played for the Memphis Hustle, John. Oh, no. Sure did. Yep. His first stop in the G League was with the Memphis Hustle back in like 2017 or 2018. Well. How about that? Luckily, nobody got murdered back then. Yeah. My also, goodness. John, you mentioned um, Donald Trump, uh, the former president of the United States. Did you see that um, a car drove into Joe Biden's motorcade um, today? No, I didn't. Uh, today? Yes. Uh, well, I think it was like late last night. Um, so, you know, obviously when a president goes somewhere, there's a bunch of cars that go with it with Secret Service. So did the Secret Service smoke the car that rode into Woo! it? Woo! I mean, they were on him. They didn't They didn't shoot him or anything. Guy was drunk. Guy didn't even do it on purpose. Guy was just drunk driving. No. Ran into the president of the United States motorcade. I gotta feel like that's probably gonna <laughs> be one of the worst DUI charges in the history Imagine of the calling your insurance oh, and being like, hey, no. I got into a wreck. They're like, okay. That's fine. What kind of car did you hit? Oh, uh, I hit one of the Secret hey, the, Service hey, the cars. A motorcade. Oh, <laughs> uh, and like I saw the video, and I was like, oh my gosh! Because like when I first saw it, I was like, holy cow! Like somebody intentionally ran into the president's motorcade. And I saw the video, and like they all pull out their guns and stuff, and like are approaching this car, and he's just sitting there like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and like he was cooperating. I was like, oh my gosh. This guy doesn't even know what he just did. I mean, hilarious. Dude, that is a, like, man, that is that is hardcore right there. That is Something. hardcore. Well, we talked about Instagram models. One is pregnant with Ant-Man's child. Uh-huh. Another Instagram influencer, model, whatever you call them now, well, she's in jail. Oh, for what, John? You won't even believe this. This woman who has two point one million dollars, uh, like a bunch of followers, two million followers, okay. had just as much as many followers. Like she has two million followers. She had more cocaine Woo. in her house than Instagram. In her followers. house, she was busted at her house in Alabama. She had over two hundred pounds of coke. Two hundred pounds. That's crazy. That is two point one million dollars worth of cocaine. That's and crazy. that's not getting like um, I mean this, this is like this ain't like street prices. I'm saying like that's like you know man that is a lot of damn cocaine. That is a lot of cocaine, John. Like, dude, how in the hell did she get 200 pounds? Who knows? Good lord. Yeah, well, she's in some deep trouble. I can tell you that much. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna be doing. You can't do Instagram from jail, can you? Uh uh-uh. uh. Like, you don't have that, that kind of access, do you? No. So basically, she's done. Because by the time she gets out, she'll not be attractive enough to be an Instagram model. You know? Yeah. So she's literally wasted her whole career. Sure did. That's too bad. Man, that's just crazy, though, man. I just still, like, listen. Like 200 pounds of cocaine. A lot of cocaine, John. 
And why is it just sitting in an Alabama suburb to her crib? <laughs> oh, she she lived in an Alabama suburb. She yeah. didn't even live in like in like uh no like L A or anything. No, no, she's in Alabama. Interesting. In Alabama, you must have just got your under with the oh, look hold on, your on face. John. Oh my goodness! Oh, 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 don't go up! Don't go. kick it out! Let's go! Let's go! All right, John. That got really scary. We got a technical foul on a player for UL Monroe. Shot like two or three free throws. No, we still got it, but he dunked it at the very end. I mean, what a what an idiot! Did you cover by a half? I think we did. Tensions are flaring. Yeah, that big big center for UL Monroe did not like that they dunked it at the very end. I think we got it. Let me make sure. John, do you have any other stories? Because I was going to say something. But, Please but, go. Well, this isn't really a Hardenwood story, but we haven't had time to talk about it, so I thought I would bring it up here. Did you see yesterday uh, Mario Anderson, a running back from South Carolina, their leading rusher last year, committed to Memphis over USC no. and Oklahoma? Damn. Well, man, let's just be real. Like... Memphis does have a lot of dudes that have made it to the National well, Football League at that's the running what back. He, Tony Paul or uh-huh. Kenneth Gaines, yeah. well, Daryl Henderson. Maybe Blake Watson gets some run for somebody next year. Mm-hmm. Maybe not drafted, but could you know get on somewhere. D'Angelo was the that's man. Right. Patrick Taylor. Dude, yeah, man. Like, Kenny I, I, Gamewell. I get it. And by the way, I don't know if you know this, but you're going to play be facing um, defenses that are not as formidable. Right. This guy ran for 700 yards in the SEC. Could run for... 2000 in the American. Man, he could, he could, he could, he could. We have a little NFL action tonight. Don't forget, you still have one game left this week, and that's the Eagles. They're on the road playing the Seahawks. On the other side, we're going to tell you who we're picking. Don't you dare touch the dial. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. Be sure to follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ. Today... I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little sports 56 happy hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio hanging out with Brian Dacus. It's been a beautiful Monday in the Mid-South. This Monday we found out the Tigers are in the top 25, 23rd in the country currently. They play the 22nd Virginia Cavaliers tomorrow night, 6 o'clock from FedEx Forum. Ole Miss in the top 25 as well. Chris Beer's got his boys playing good. We got a little action tonight, but before we get to uh, our pick... Did you hear about DeMonte Kazee? He's the safety who absolutely took the head off of Michael Pittman uh, Jr. yesterday. He was thrown out the game. Well, now the NFL has suspended him for the remainder of the regular season and any potential postseason games. Um, By the way, they say that uh, he's a repeat violator. So my man is done for the season. That is just wild. Now, we have a big game tonight. Eagles need to bounce back and get back to looking like the Eagles. I have a feeling that their offense is going to be clicking on all cylinders. Jalen Hurts doesn't feel very well, but it looks like Geno Smith is going to be out and Drew Locke's going to be playing. I don't know if 
Drew Locke can take advantage of that dead gum Eagles weak secondary. We're going to find out, but I'm rocking with the Philadelphia Eagles. For Bryant Degas, I'm John Harden. Y'all get out there and make this world a better place. We'll see you on the flip side. Peace. Have a good day.